Greetings HPR fans, this is Kubuntu. I am always interested in seeing how people learn, especially people who come from a non-technical background, how they cope with and make the transition into the digital age and improve their computer-based skills. And over the last year, I've seen a friend go through a very interesting and in some ways traumatic transition from a, a non-geek to, well, I wouldn't call her a geek yet, but she's moving in that direction. We're starting off with the first in a series of interviews with a friend of mine who goes by the name of Bailey Duran. Is it Duran? Uh, I call it Duran. Okay, Bailey Duran. And I asked Bailey to give this first episode a title. And Bailey, what was the title that you decided to, to give it? The Dinosaur's Dilemma. The Dinosaur's Dilemma, all right. And the reason for that title will be clear in just a minute. I will share briefly how I know Bailey. Our shared history is that I used to pastor in upstate New York. This was... Mercy, it was a long time ago. I think we moved from there 20, a little over 20 years ago. <laughs> I am a dinosaur. <laughs> well, uh, I'm older than you are, so just watch it. Any, in any event, <laughs> Bailey attended my church. She became one of our, our dear friends, and she, she, we, we still correspond. And uh, Bailey has decided to, well, why don't you, why don't you explain Yes, how it is that we're here. <laughs> now, so you what, just woke yeah. up one morning and said, I'm, I'm going to become a geek. Yeah, I'm going to become a geek. Uh, <laughs> more or less. I guess, um, well, there were, you know, two, um, well, actually, you might say three things that influenced my, my decision to uh, take this, uh, this direction in my life. Well, um, let, let's set the stage and let people know Bailey has been... A, a special education teacher in a major school district in upstate New York. She doesn't go by the name of Bailey professionally. And she has both her bachelor's degree and her master's degree. So not as though she lacks education or intelligence. So I just want to set that out as a, uh, as a reference mm -hmm. point. Okay, now, now take it from there. Well, um, okay. I, like you, you say, I was teaching, and of course, everyone knows, I think, about a, a lot of the uh, changes that have taken place in education, which for me as a teacher in my particular area was more <laughs> of a frustration. I didn't, I didn't really think that a lot of these changes were actually helping students. They were more detrimental, I think, to what was happening in the classroom. Uh, so there was that issue, you know, becoming increasingly dissatisfied with my job. And I saw this book. I can't even remember how I saw it. The The name of the book, I also included it here, is, um, oh, what was the name of it? Yeah, um, Making Money Teaching Online. And I thought, oh, that would be kind of kind of interesting, you know. And, oh, it says, oh, you can earn a six-figure salary was part of the title. And I thought, Hey, I'd be happy with a five-figure salary so long as the first digit was five or above. 
By the way, you we'll know, ha we'll have this title and the authors uh, in our yes. show notes. The, the book is Making mm -hmm. Money, Teaching Online, colon, How to Land Your First Academic Job, Build Credibility, and Earn a Six-Figure six salary, salary by yeah. Danielle Babb and Jim Mirabella. But, uh, yes. <laughs> so anyway, I saw that book and I kind of, you know, looked at that. I was still, you know, teaching in the school district. Oh, and actually, I've, I guess I have a lot of reasons. I, you know, living out here in, in central New York, one of the fun things that we have is snow. <laughs> As a matter of fact, this, this past December was absolutely unbearable. <laughs> We've had 72 inches worth of snow before I mean, just, you know, from December 1st to the middle of December when we had 72 inches of snow. That's Se a lot of snow. 72 inches, that's as tall as I am. 72 uh, inches? But that's that's nearly, for those of you on the, on the metric system, that's moving towards two meters of snow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, well, it's over... Uh, yeah, it's about six feet, of, almost six feet of snow. It is exactly six feet, and so not quite two meters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I guess it is. I guess you. It is. I guess yes, you weren't. Hey, you weren't a math teacher then, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, all of a sudden it was like, no, it is exactly, and it was like, oh, oh yeah, it is. I had to do the math in my head, you know. But anyway, so there's that, and thinking, oh, working from home, I kind of like that idea. Don't have to go out, shovel the snow. I'll just stay inside, order pizza, you know. <laughs> not have to deal oh. with the, the the snow at all now wait with this ordering pizza thing i know you haven't been fully certified as a geek yet but that's a very geeky diet is this just something that you learned in school or to... <laughs> uh no actually it's i like pizza oh all right well see it could be that you're genetically inclined to, to, uh, towards geekiness for, just towards geekiness yeah just well, because of your dietary preferences but okay continue well okay so there was that book there was you know increasingly job dissatisfaction um and then i was watching the news one evening and they mentioned second life and Second Life, for anybody who does not know, is a virtual environment. If you've played World of Warcraft, you kind of know you have a little avatar and they interact with other people in the game. Well, Second Life isn't exactly a game, but it is a virtual environment. And within Second Life, I saw a lot of uh, possibility for actual teaching within that, that environment. And come to find out there is a organization in there that is teaching English uh, as a second language in there. ESL, and that's your specialty, yes. is that right? Yes. You know, I thought, wow, I mean, I, I could actually do this. You know, I could I could teach in, in that environment. And, um, you know, so that kind of got me to thinking, you know, about... Um, computers and possibility of actually using this device to do something that I've been accustomed to doing in a classroom face-to-face. -face. And um, so I ended up going to the local community college and taking classes there. And I took um, a leave of absence from my job and I'm pursuing more knowledge primarily. I mean, I, I don't really necessarily feel I need a degree, but I am learning more about um, primarily website design and development. You know, but that's you, been, but you yeah. in, in along the way, it's been more than just HTML and CSS. You've been 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been learning about uh, databases. You've been learning about basic uh, yes. server operations. Yes. And now, uh, programming and... Oh, that's yeah. right. You had to you struggle through a semester of C+, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, C++. Yeah, all that was fun. <laughs> but now the interesting thing was I have a friend in Second Life who is a computer programmer, and he loves programming. And he's he's there in Second Life. I wish I had gotten him earlier in the semester because he was actually helping me, tutoring me within Second Life. <laughs> all right. Now, this we're, we're dealing with the dinosaur's dilemma. And mm-hmm. what was it that made you decide that you really, besides job dissatisfaction, why should you personally take a leave of absence, take a real hit to your personal income, go back to school full time and learn all this stuff what's what's in it for you personally and maybe you could start off with what level were you at in terms of a, a computer user okay well i thought that i knew a lot more than i actually did uh, i think most people you know if you can maneuver your way through microsoft office that somehow that makes you computer savvy <laughs> I, really, I think a lot of people f- feel that way. I had a friend who's, uh, who said to me, oh, yeah, you should go into that computer stuff. You already know all kinds of stuff about computers. And, uh, you know, I stupidly let myself believe that. Just as an aside here, well, something you're doing is knocking the uh, microphone, or it sounds like you are. Oh. Uh, you're hitting, a, clicking something that keeps coming oh. through. How's that? Does that seem to be any better? I don't hear it now. So you knew how to uh, highlight, copy, and paste, and yep, in the eyes of in the eyes of some of your contemporaries, that meant that you uh, <laughs> yeah. were a, a computer whiz. Okay, well, oh, oh yeah, I mean, well, because I used the computer to create like you know books and things for, with my students, and you know I was able to add pictures to their documents, and you know I could do some fun things with it. But that was only using a single application wasn't really knowing anything about the computer. It was just basic word processing, which it's not that. Um, oh, and I also had a friend in in Second Life, another friend who would talk to me about uh, computer stuff. And I think I became, you know, just interested in how the computer can be used uh, educationally. And was also thinking about well what am I going to do when I get out of out of teaching in a brick and mortar building I I'm going to still need to work I need an income and so that's why I decided to go back to school because I knew I didn't well you know as I told you I, I didn't really know what I didn't know well as it turns out there's a lot that I don't know and that's kind of the beauty of having an education or getting an education in this area is, wow, there is a lot, a lot to learn. Uh, really, I'm, I'm almost overwhelmed every time I think about <laughs> the, the vastness of it. When I compare it to what I was learning 20 years ago as an undergraduate, and I took a computer course. And when you took computer courses back then, I had a friend who was, you know, a couple of friends who were in the computer program, and it was computer science. And that was it. <laughs> and there was no 
computer information systems. There was no uh, health information systems or using the computer for business applications. And now it's oh, for health applications and it's this and it's there's like these specialized fields and there's website design and development and there's there's, you know, programming and there's all these different areas all of a sudden. And it just used to be one and mm. now it's not. Even if you know something in one area doesn't make you able to, to go in some other computer area, like going from programming to website design and development. You, you don't necessarily make that transition without additional training. So once, once you jumped into this program, where were you? Did you feel like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm right in the groove here. Or did you feel like uh, you, <laughs> you were completely lost or? Uh, oh, definitely completely lost. If you, when I took the first class that I ever, ever had, I go into the classroom and there was a bunch of geeky guys there who had been laid off from their jobs and, uh, they, they needed a degree, but see, they already had all this knowledge. They just didn't have a degree. So they were there talking to the professor and they're going back and forth and carrying on a conversation. And I knew absolutely nothing of what they were talking about. Nothing. Now, what class I, was this just out of curiosity? Th this was actually the, the uh, foundations of the internet. <laughs> foundations of the internet. This was where I was going to learn HTML and C CSS and cascading style sheets for those of you who don't know what CSS is. Right. Yes. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can't even relate to you what their conversation was about because I have no idea. I mean, you have to know what somebody's talking about in order to be able to report back what, what they were saying. As I, as I've said to other people, you know, the words I understood were things like the and was, I mean, that, that was pretty much it. And anything so, in between those, I had no idea. So there's a bit of irony here. You, as an English, as a second language teacher, uh, have dealt for years with students who come in with various other tongues as their, as their native language, and you've had to help them through to some sort of competence and communication skills in English. And yet you then took on their role as it mm -hmm. were, in the in this new world of, of geekydom, and you hardly understood anything that was going on in the classroom. That, it, no, no, that's ex it's a very very apt. Um, it, it's very very much the same kind of experience, very much so. <laughs> and I don't know if you can hear my bird, but now he's singing. <laughs> well, it's okay. Uh, you know, every, it seems like every HPR. Uh, podcast has a bit of music tacked onto the end so we'll just leave the cockatiel music in the background and, and not have a, a a trailer at the end just before oh, okay so. well i have to let casey know that he's got to continue singing until i'm done if we're, if we're not careful that could be the uh you know the best thing about the podcast that people want the bird back on but not us so oh no <laughs> but anyway i no, I didn't. I really, I truly did not understand it. And I think that that's the the key in any any learning, is that you start out with basics of, you know, you have to understand certain, you know, basic things before you can understand 
other concepts. And um, in education, we call that background knowledge. You have background knowledge to enable you to learn new things. You know, it's very difficult to learn algebra if you haven't figured out how to do addition and subtraction, you know, understanding how numbers work, or just simply, what does that equal sign actually mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, unless you get some of these basic concepts, there's no way that you can can do higher level math. And very, very much the same thing with my experience. So I'm coming into this this setting without with, this background knowledge. With no background knowledge whatsoever. Other I mean, really, that, pr very little. Other than that, you can uh, maneuver around in Microsoft Word and work with w yeah. the Windows environment. Yeah, and I could go and. I don't know. I mean, it's like when I realized how little I actually know or knew then, I don't really feel like I've made that much much progress. I mean, I know a heck of a lot more, and I know that there's a lot I don't know. It's probably the biggest thing I've learned. Well, it sounds like the old student lament. At least it was a lament in my days back in, well, what I called my last podcast, the Pleistocene era. There was a little ditty where we said... The more you study, the more you know. The more you know, the more you know you don't know. The more you know you don't know, the less you know. So why study? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. But we've seen the dinosaur kind of wander out of the out of the jungle. Yeah, and, in the tar pit. <laughs> and well, while others are getting stuck in the tar pit, deciding that you wanted mm -hmm. to evolve. And so in our next yeah. podcast, which we'll tentatively call Hitting the Wall of Reality, we'll talk about your actual experience in the classroom and the challenges you had jumping into these various areas and trying to wrestle them into some sort of uh, comprehension uh, so that you could work with them. Now, just before we sign off, do you want to plug your website? Oh, yes, sure. Um, now, at least she's learned enough to create a website, so yes. she's, she's making good progress. Yeah, well, I'm not saying it's pretty, but it's there. It's called teacupcoffeehouse.com. Okay, teacupcoffeehouse, just like it sounds. We'll put that in the show notes, dot com. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what uh, is... What are you doing there on the site, just real briefly? Okay, well, right now, the plan is to just get small business, because I figured that's the direction that I need to go in, is in the realm of making this a business. I don't know about actually being a geeky person, tech being hired in that way, but if I can make this a business where I can actually make money, that would be good. And I think my education, as it progresses will help me to make that site much more functional so it will be more attractive to prospective people who will pay me to have their information on my site <laughs> well all right we'll leave it at that and perhaps next week we'll get together and do our next segment which as i said we'll tentatively call hitting the wall of reality bailey thanks for joining me and thank you hpr listeners thank you bye bye-bye Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.